0: Go. Up, what you need. We got weed. Come on. Welcome to episode 83 of Into the Woods. I'm recording this on Monday, February 1st. Let's do this. A new month. The second chapter. It's the second chapter of this new year, a new opportunity to make something of my life. And I promise you, I'm not gonna do that. Okay? <laughs> I know, it's chapter two. Don't you love that? White girls always do that shit. It's chapter two of 2021. And in chapter one, we learned a lot. We got introduced to a lot of new challenges. Are you challenged by your life? Really? Really? Are you challenged by the day job you chose? I need, I need to work. Yeah, I know. Okay. I mean, I wasn't not, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I fucked this hard. Oh, we're following it here. Here we go. We're back. I don't know how to... I fucked this. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm looking at the uh, regions here on the on the thing for you nerds out there. But yeah, people always bring it up. People always go, you know, I'm, white girls always post a po- post a long fucking post. It's always drawn out about their life. It's always super narcissistic. And I had the question, you know, do people... Are you still working on your New Year's resolutions? Because, let's be honest, if you really wanted to change something about yourself, you would have done it. You know? You would have done it. And you didn't follow through. How does that make you... Just think about that tonight as you go to shower, and you take your shirt off, and you avoid the mirror because you're afraid of looking at what you've fucking created. You know? But it's okay, because you're just a fatty. Me too. I mean, hey, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I know I made you feel shitty there, but hey, look, we're in the same boat. I'm also ashamed of what I look like without a shirt on. It's all good. It's all good. We're doing this together. Okay? I'm ashamed of the job I chose, but you know what? It's the job I chose. And I mean, I gotta, we gotta go. You know what I mean? We gotta go. (sighs) Fuck, man. What's up with you guys, huh? We're three minutes into this podcast, and I am out of gas. That's what's up. I got a lot of emails about the dick pic situation. I'll get to those. Uh, I think I have a confession email I got to get to. Let me pull that up. You know, we're ripping here on the Into the Woods podcast. By the way, this is the Into the Woods podcast with Ryan Woods, your host. Your lovely, lovely host. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. This is an awesome podcast. Episode 83. We're getting better at this, too. You know, some people say, Ryan, you know, how do you feel like the podcast is going? And I would say it's going pretty well. I would say there is a certain level of comedian that I am where I felt like last week I hit a peak, where I really hit that fucking segment, and I feel good about it, you know, and I feel good about the way things are going. I feel the way this podcast is going. We're growing together. If you listen to this podcast, how did you end up here? So go ahead and email me at Pod at gmail.com. Email me some crazy shit, and uh, and that's all you got to do. So, I also, I think I got a, the email I got I think is a joke, Um. I think I think it's a confession joke because this guy, I think, he's fucking with me. And that's fine. You can fuck with me. It's all good. But I, I'm going to read it anyways, okay? This guy says, been jerking all day. Nut. This is going to get graphic. It's gross, man. Why would you do this? I'm, I'm embarrassing this person here. Okay, I'm going to embarrass this person because I don't give a flying fudge, man. I'm going to swear less, too. Been jerking all day blank after blank after blank on my day off a complete marathon and I'm not gonna stop all the crazy videos I'm a nasty mess right now eating my eating a summer sausage and it, it was <laughs> I'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna read this why would you send me this email I know it's a joke you didn't get me okay you just you do you wasted your own time and you know what That's fine. Okay? That's fine. But I do have a funny one about wetting the bed later. So I just had to embarrass this person. Tried to, I don't want to even get too graphic because I know people listen to this and I don't want to be talking about that stuff. You know, I'll talk about anything, but Jesus, why did you send me that? Huh? Why did you do that? Why did you feel the need to be like, yeah, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to get this guy. But did you, like, did you quit on your New Year's resolution, huh? It's hard, you know, the holidays are hard, and you you, know, you, you you fucking fall into it. Sorry if you didn't want to swear. That's a minus one for me. A minus one. A minus one. Uh, unless it flows. You know what I mean? I'm not going to force it. Uh, did you already quit on your stupid New Year's resolution? Now, I'm going to get in shape. This is the year. I'm going to get in shape this year. You know, I'm really going to try this year. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to post about it. I'm going to put out there, look, I'm back at it. Anybody know any good workout shoes? No. Guess what? Don't buy them. Because you're going to quit in in a week or two. Like you always do, you fucking loser. Goddamn, you loser. You're going to quit. Because it's what you do. And then you're going to go on some crappy fad diet about, Hey, look, it's called keto because I have no self-control. It's called fasting, because I don't know how to portion my food, because <laughs> I'm an adult baby. That's what I, when people tell me, hey, I'm on a fast, that just seems like so, you're cheating, you're, you're cheating, you're just not eating. You're not on a fast, like you're some pharaoh, or you're some prophet from the Middle East. They always did that shit, you know? Jesus, Jesus, he fasted. That's probably why it's so popular among the Christians. Christians. What did you think? Like, what did you think was going to happen when you're going to shed the weight? Yeah, you know why? Because your body's like, hey, we're not eating here. We're not eating, so uh, I'm going to have to eat you from the inside out. And everyone's like, yeah, that's what I want to happen. Like, no, you don't. That's unhealthy, and you're going to die. You're going to die. I saw a food label recently that was like, it was like a pepperoni roll, and it had like 1,250 milligrams of sodium. I looked at that, I looked in the I like looked in the imaginary mirror. It was, it was like one of those camera outtakes, where I just looked up and I thought for a second, like, do I really wanna eat this and have to drink seven gallons of water? Slight exaggeration, but kind of true. And I said, no, I'm gonna avoid the high cholesterol today. So I put it down. And a lot of people say, Oh, Ryan, you're only 23. Why why do you care about sodium? Because I don't want to be a fat loser like you with clogged arteries going to the doctor. What douche goes to the doctor all the time? What douche is like, I got to go to the doctor, dude. I got stomach pain. What do you think that is? You think you're eating like shit? You ever try this thing? It's called a salad. You ever tried one of those? You douche. Douche isn't a bad word. I'm really trying to avoid saying the C word because, I don't know, you know, it feels dirty. Mainly because people told me it's dirty. What was I going to look up? Oh, you know who's a real douchebag? The Doomsday Clock, people. Doomsday Clock. Because I saw this thing, it said like, Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. No, wait, hold on. That's not what I wanted. There was a, here we go. Here we go. Doomsday clock. This is NPR, so you know it's fucking legit. The end may be nearer. Doomsday clock moves within 100 seconds of midnight. If you're worried. You know what I mean? Like, as if, as if NPR. Alright, here we go. Who the hell are the bulletin of an atomic scientist? Two years after moving the metaphorical, exactly, minute hand. You just answered, why am I even reading this? Metaphorical. That's all it is. Of its doomsday clock to within two minutes of midnight. A figurative two-minute warning for all humanity. A little timeout, a little commercial break. See, a little Bud Light commercial. The Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists revealed Thursday that it has moved the minute hand another 20 seconds closer to the midnight hour. It is 100 seconds to midnight, declared. That's such an ominous thing. It's 100 seconds to midnight, declared the Bulletin's president and CEO, Rachel Bronson. Is that he? Is she... Related to that motherfucker that does T Mobile or Virgin Mobile, whichever one, at a Washington, D.C. news conference as a black cloth was lifted to reveal. Like it's some. God damn, have they removed it back? Never since the clock's 1947 Cold War debut has it, of course, has it come so close to the pre. Put, oh, God, this is embarrassing. Putative, putative doomsday. And the, there, I figured it out. I'm in college. Annihilation represented by the 12 a.m. hour. The doomsday clock is a globally recognized indicator of the vulnerability of our existence. Former Irish President Mary Robinson at the annual clock unveiling ceremony. There's a ceremony? That's how you know it's bullshit. No, no, that's how you know it's bullshit. If there's a ceremony, get real. There's a ceremony. Hey, look at how smart we are. We're going to pull this clock off, and we're going to tell you. if, If this was true, you'd be more worried about it, no? With 13, its metaphor, it's a striking metaphor for the precarious state of the world, but most frighteningly, it's a metaphor backed by rigorous scientific scrutiny. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, you nerds. With 13 noble blah, blah, blah on its board, nerds, dorks, bunch of guys that got bullied in high school, and women. Uh, We don't discriminate against women. We'll bully them, too. A lot of misogyny on this podcast and founded by scientists who worked on the atomic bomb building Manhattan Project. They might know something or they don't know anything, if you believe it. The University of Chicago-based Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists has used its doomsday clock to blah, 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 existential threat to raise awareness. So it's not real. Here, I'm looking at the doomsday clock right now. Are we close? Where is it? It's 100 seconds to midnight. They wrote this fucking letter. Ugh, oh, so nerdy. And it says, you know how like you say, I agree, usually when cookies? This one says, I consent. Like, we're about to get it on. You know? This one says, two, leaders and citizens of the world. Hey, that's me. Subject, this is your COVID wake-up call. Hey. Hey. This is our COVID wake-up call? You're about 11 months late, buddy. Get real. No, 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 no. This is your COVID. Here's my COVID wake-up call. Get real. I just made a farting noise. That's the level of comedy you get here. But I'm telling you something. This is your COVID. All right, let's read it. Date January 27, 2021. Humanity continues to suffer as the COVID-19 pandemic spreads around the world. In 2020 alone, this novel disease killed 1.7 million and sickened at least 70 million. Is that true? Damn, those are big numbers. You know? Damn. I don't know. I don't even check anymore. It's so depressing. that's That's why they're talking to me. The pandemic revealed just how unprepared and unwilling countries, yes, and the international system are to handle global emergencies properly. In this time of genuine crises, governments are too often abdicated responsibility, ignored scientific evidence, did not cooperate or communicate effectively, and consequently failed to protect the health and welfare of their citizens. As a result, blah, we know, we know. Though lethal on a massive scale, this particular pandemic is not an existential threat. Okay, okay. Though lethal on a massive scale, this pandemic is not an existential threat. Its consequences are grave and will be lasting. But COVID-19 will not obliterate civilization. And we expect it to recede eventually. Wow. You know what? These are smart people. Okay? Listen here. They expect it to recede eventually. That's a very open statement. They're not committing to anything. They're just saying, eventually, it'll recede. You know what I mean? Eventually, we'll fucking move past it. <laughs> uh, still, the pandemic serves as who gives a fuck. Tell me... A dark nuclear landscape. Are we worried about nukes? Is that what we're doing? Oh, wow. Russia's. Oh, in December 2018, Russia's Strategic Rocket Forces tested the avant-garde system... Avangard system, which included a hypersonic glide vehicle carried on a UR. Who gives a shit? The heightened interest that the United States and Russia have shown in hypersonic weapons is demonstrated. Why do people want weapons? That's why war is still cool. Because, you know, they have, you know, war is not cool, but you know what I mean. Timeline. Are we dead yet? The doomsday clock. Oh, they do this every year. In 1947, it was seven minutes to midnight. You know what I hate about this shit? It's been two minutes to midnight in 1953, which makes sense. Shit was popping off. 12 minutes to midnight in 1963? Is that the farthest way it got? Yeah, 1972. It was 17 minutes to midnight in 91. Look at, was that Bill Clinton? No, it couldn't have been. Was that George W? Or no, George. It was George H.W. Sorry. 14 minutes to midnight, 95. Shout out, Bill Clinton. 2002, seven minutes to midnight. They just keep inching it closer. Yeah, they're now they're getting... See, they're getting cute with it. It was three minutes to midnight, three, two and a half, two, two. It's like you're playing hide and seek, and you're like, one, two, one and a half. One and a quarter, like a hundred seconds. Like, get real. Are you ever going to turn it back, you nerds? This is your COVID wake-up call. That's the worst. And they're and when the world does end they're going to be like, see, we tried to tell you. You didn't try to tell us shit. You're trying to sell us shit. They have a fucking store. Look at this. Bulletin of Atomic T-shirts. You can get a face mask. You can get a clock times. You can get a mug. You're telling, like, look, I'm all for people trying to make money. Hypocrite here. I'm doing a podcast. But let's be real. They're selling shit. They sell skateboards. Deck only. Complete. Let's go complete. Let's go look at a skateboard. From the Bulletin of Atomics. They sell fucking skateboards. And they're going to tell me if they saw a skateboard that says, hold leaders accountable. Okay, that's, that's enough. That's enough from you guys, Bulletin of, Atom- of the Atomic Scientists. Boats. Dude, literally, their fucking acronym. No, wait a minute. Uh, well, see, this is why they would never listen to me. It's not BOATS. It doesn't spell boats. It spells bass, because they don't use the, of the. But if they did, it'd be Botas, which would be fucking hilarious. Current time. Get fucking real. Get, get real. How about that? I'll email them and be like, hey, get real. You know what they're going to say? Who are you? Sir, you don't understand. What don't I understand? What don't I understand, uh, and let's talk about what I got. How, how deep am I into this podcast? 18 minutes. Now's a perfect time to talk about shaving our nuts. Thanks to today's sponsor and every week sponsor, Manscaped. Support for Into the Woods is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best, the best. Might be the only in men's below the belt, below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is trusted trusted by how many? Two million and counting men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Do you want a razor? Do you want a little dick trimmer? Sorry, ball trimmer. Do you need an ear or nose hair trimmer? Do you need ball deodorant? Do you need ball crop preserver? Do you need any of the things I just listed? A sleek travel bag. A nice charging port dock thing. Do I need my computer not to overheat? It's hot in here. This is going to be a problem. Because I can hear it in my headphones. Well, now you guys have to hear it. I got the windscreen on. Anyways. Uh, uh, so. Manscaped. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. Can attest to that. Um, And just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. The third generation trimmer offers features like a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. You didn't know you need it, but you need it. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with Quiet Stroke technology, and let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud. I already talked about it. It looks great. Just because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB, if you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to tush clean, get 20% off, and free shipping with code INTO, INTO at manscaped.com. Make your testies your besties. So, what am I offering you once again? I'm offering you the opportunity to get 20% off and free shipping with the code INTO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code INTO. Your balls will. Thank you. That's what I'm doing. My computer, not happy with me right now. Doesn't like this. It doesn't like that I'm it doesn't like that I am abusing it. What was I? Here we go. Alright. Yeah, I mean I had a bitch about the fucking doomsday clock, people. Selling you if you're selling skateboards, you can't tell me the world's gonna end. I mean that that's gotta be the parameters, right? If you're going to act like you're such smart, board, like maybe that's their thing. Board. The National board. They like make a play on words. They're not smart enough to think like that. No, they're only worried about telling us how bad it is. That's what I hate about those nerds. They're always just telling us how bad it is. Like, hey, man, maybe look on the bright side. Shit's all right. Like, shit's okay. There's still good things to do out there. Like, we can talk about stocks. Come on, man, stocks. The GameStop thing is hilarious for a multitude of reasons. One, you got a lot of people that don't know what they're doing, gonna lose some money. You got hedge funds, gonna lose some money. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter when normal people lose some money. See 2008, the big short. Look it up. I read the book. Watch the movie. Okay, I know you're not smart enough to read books. We've, We've been over it. But I'll tell you that... We've come to a point where I know the government's fake. Money is fake, right? The economy is fake. It's, it's a Ponzi scheme. Okay, they're keeping it running based on what? You're telling me Apple is worth... Let's go to the stocks app. Here we go. I'm going to prove it to you. It's based on valuations. It's supply and demand, right? Who cares, Ryan? Well, if you go here and you look at Apple says it was $134.14 at close. You can buy a share of Apple Company for $134.14. Now, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you what. You can do that. Go ahead. Go ahead and buy some shares of Apple at $134 because, I don't know, I guess it's worth that. That's what they say. Coca-Cola company. How much do you think the Coca-Cola company is worth? Well, the market says it's worth $48.48. Go get you some. How about Tesla? $839.81. That's what it's worth. Because it's all fake, man. They have to make it. They have to keep it going. They can't let it fumble. They don't care about you, though. Of course, they can just shut the game off. That's what happened this week. So what happened was, I'm going to explain it to you in a quick way. Okay? So, GameStop, a company going out of business. All right, we all know this. All right, it's a strip mall store. You know, you'd go there. When I was younger, we'd wait outside at midnight for video games we were going to play and yell at each other on. Now, that's dead and gone, right? You just download them straight to the system the the stores are dead. You know, they tried to stay alive for a while, but they're just dead. They're losing money. They're fucking hemorrhaging cash. They're done. Okay? So people on Wall Street were like, hey, we're going to short this stock. So what that means is they're going to borrow shares. Like, if I have shares, they'll borrow them. And then at $10 and hope to buy them back at 8 profiting on the difference. If you have a bunch of shares, you can make a lot of money doing this. It's a game for rich people. Okay? Because this whole thing is a game. Like I said, it's fake. They can just turn the faucet off. And that's exactly what happened. Because people online, and not just me, not people like me with no money. I'm talking people with a lot of money, retail traders with a lot of money. were like, hey, I'm going to buy up some GameStop shares. Because it's shorted 130%. 130% of the shares were shorted. There were so much shorted that there wasn't even that many shares. So then they would be forced, the shorts as the people were buying shares would be forced to buy shares because if the stock went up, their loss is limited, unlimited. So that caused a problem. Big money, losing money. Now, I know they lost some money, but what did they do? Meh, turned it off. Because that's what they do. And I can't believe, like, I mean, I get mad about it. I listened to Bill Burr today. He was mad about it. But nobody seems to care that it's like a big game. That, like, just a few people run this country that make a lot of money. Very rich people. Like, it's a Ponzi scheme. Don't you guys know this? Like, Bernie Madoff, you ever heard of what he was doing? He was taking money, adding money, 1% growth. It doesn't make sense. Didn't you listen to my podcast with Anthony Pompliano? Inflation is ruining your money. That's why they're doing it, so that they can keep making more money. It's just insane. Okay, it's just insane. If you don't own stocks or commodities, your money's worthless. $10,000 in a savings account is just worthless. If you're sitting on cash, that's why these people don't sit on cash. That's why they buy stocks, and that's why stocks go up, and blah, blah, blah. So I could bitch about this all the time. Ponzi scheme is what the country is in. And that's that's mainly what the point was, and I, I don't understand how people are mad about this. I mean, I'm mad that you know Robinhood shut it off, obviously, and all these other trading... So it's Robin Hood getting it the worst because it's the most popular. But, you know, they shut it down and everyone was mad. And I'm like, well, what did you expect? They weren't going to lose. I mean, they did, but they weren't going to lose. Then they restricted buying for a day, which was weird. I mean, I don't gamble in these stocks, okay? I don't get involved. If you hear about something, you know how, it, you know how I've learned the stock market? and anything, actually. Like, I'm late to the podcast world because everybody has a podcast. So I'm late. I, I didn't even follow my own rule. I just wanted to do this because I feel like I needed a friend, so I decided to talk to my computer. Okay? So what I've learned in any realm of the world is if you hear about something, you're about two, you're about two years late. Like, if you ever see like, an ad for, like, hey, sh- sell on Amazon? Dude, I just made $3,000 this morning selling on Amazon. Buy my course to learn how. You're two years late. Like, selling on Amazon was cool two years ago, oversaturated. You could probably still do it because Amazon's so big. But what I'm saying, you get the point. Um, like, if you hear about a stock that's going to blow up and it's already up a couple hundred percent, you're late, okay? You're late. So it went from, like, what did the shares go from? Like, $20 when this was all really kind of getting some traction to, like, 484 It was insane. So you're going to lose some money if you bought in. And they're getting crushed after hours, I think. Which I still don't understand after hours trading. But, whatever. Look, so all I'm saying is, you know, the government runs a Ponzi scheme. So, that just is what it is, man. Just is what it is. But they'll crash the housing market and then buy up all the homes. And it's no big deal, but they'll shut off the stock market. Isn't that funny? Nobody said that they shouldn't buy homes. Like, they were saying, their excuses were so bad, like, oh, it's dangerous. It's like, yeah, wasn't buying all those foreclosed homes in 2008 dangerous? Nah. Not for big money, man. But fuck those people in the suits, you know? Foreclosing homes. My dad lost his job. Remember, he got laid off around that time. That was fucking crazy. It's just so crazy that they could do that. They can just crash it. This time around, you know, it's a pandemic. But companies are making more money than ever. Like, last year's profits, I think, were up through the roof. Corporate profits are always going up. What do people ever think, you know? What do they think was going to happen? And we're going to stop making money? Come on. Get real. Get real. That's my advice. Such a good thing to say. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, dude, I got this buddy. I got this buddy, okay? Well, okay, listen. I got to get these emails. I got some emails about, where are we at? Halfway? Thirty-minute mark. I don't know. I got emails about the dick pic thing that I was talking about. Like, never send them. I think I even said in that. I don't know. I don't know what I say, so don't hold me to it. But so I was like, hey, if you, if your girlfriend or your or the person you're getting jiggy with on the phone is like, hey, send me a picture of your dick, and she's into it, go ahead. You know, if that's what she wants. Or don't, because even then, I mean, you're opening yourself up to it. But what I'm saying is. People were like, what if my girlfriend wants me to, bro? I'm like, yeah, go ahead, dude. What if she wants you to pee on her? Are you going to say no? You fucking queer? Do it. I didn't mean to say, ah, fuck, I said queer. Whatever. I, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about queers. Um, yeah, I'm talking about queers in the, bad, in the good way. I think I'm digging myself a deeper hole. Going to walk it out. Walk it out. Here we go. Um, what I was saying was, these people emailed me. And they're, like, emailing me like I didn't know that maybe a girl wants a dick pic. Okay, I knew that. You don't have to explain that to me. I know, dude. Okay? I know. Some girls are into that. But I'm just saying, if you're in a conversation with a girl, don't be like, you know what she needs to see right now? I got, like, four emails. I know it's not that ton, but I got some emails about that. They're almost as bad as the mean... Alien emails. Dude, you're so fucking stupid. Fucking aliens are real. It's like, all right, man. Go listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. He'll talk about monoliths and bullshit. I'll stick over here and be like, well, why can't I see them, huh? Why can't I see them? And, you know, can somebody record them and put them on YouTube? Like, they do. Like, okay, but they're grainy footage. You're telling me we have four. You see that commercial with iPhones shot on iPhone. The only camera that films in, like, 80K or whatever they're filming in now. Look, I don't even know how I got on this topic, but I got all these mean emails. About, I got 40 mean emails, and I don't like it. Be clever. If you're going to email me, be like, hey, dumb shit. All right, but I got this confession email before I go. I wet the bed at a sleepover, and my friend got the blame. That's how this one's going. Hey, Ryan, so me and, my, and this other friend of mine, let's call him Jacob. Okay, what if his name is really Jacob? Whatever, I'm going with it. I already said it. Went to a sleepover at a third friend's house. We'll call him David. All right. We were around 10 or 11 at the time. So back then, if I drank too much before going to bed, drink what, water, would sometimes, <laughs> drinking 10 or 11, sorry, I'm a child, would sometimes have accidents. Accidents. This, would, this wouldn't this would always happen and could easily be prevented. That night, we stayed up late playing video games and drinking sodie pops. He said soda, but sodie pops is such a better word for this. Although I knew I shouldn't have, I did anyway. Amen, brother. When we went to bed, me and Jacob had to share the second bed. Gay. David had his head in his room. Why do you have two beds in his room? I slept with my head facing one way and Jacob his face in the other. All right, way to clear it up. Not gay. All right, way to redeem yourself. That night, as I totally ignored the precautions I usually took, I wet the bed, like really wet everything. Gross. But because I woke up before everyone else the next morning, I had a chance to not take the blame. So I woke up David and told him Jacob had wet the bed. Ugh, wow, you're an asshole. Then we both woke him up and told him about it. Like he wouldn't know. He didn't even question it and just shamefully took the blame. I felt really bad after that, but I didn't say anything. I feel bad about it, still. Damn. I mean, you're an asshole for blaming, what was his name, Jacob? For wetting the bed, but... That's kind of shitty, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's hilarious. 10 or 11 years old waking up like, dude. Dude, I smell like piss, but this fucking guy, he peed the bed. And then he's like, what? He's like, yeah, he peed your bed, dude. You're going to have to flip the mattress over and everything. Oh, shit. Hey, Jacob, you fucking asshole. Ugh, what an asshole thing to do. I don't know. I like that one. I read it earlier today, and it was, it was funny. Um, so I'm going to look up some Super Bowl prop bets. Super Bowl prop bets. Here we go. Super Bowl prop bets. USA Today. This is what I'm going to leave you with before we as we go out, because you know I love gambling, because I suck at it. So F- Super Bowl 55 parties are expected to be smaller this year. They won't. So that one person who usually takes a stop to watch the time, of the national anthem may not be two feet away from the TV on the big game this year. What do you mean? Wouldn't he still be? That's stupid. That doesn't mean prop vats have evaporated at all. Wagers resolving, revolving around the periphery of the game. Anthem time over under being a classic. Help us understand why the Super Bowl is more than the NFL's championship game. It's an event. All right, let's get them here. Coin toss. Heads or tails? They're both minus 105. Um, Heads. What will be said first, COVID or pandemic? Pandemic is plus 300. COVID minus 500. That's good odds on the pandemic. You could, I would take the pandemic odds in that case. I mean, you're actually getting money. 10 wins 30. Get that. And 10 only wins, what, five? And the COVID one? I don't know. Color of liquid poured on winning coach. Blue is plus 700. You got to go red. You got to go red plus 300. Clear. Like, they're fucking drinking water. Plus 600. How many times will Bill Belichick be mentioned? Oh, more than once. Come on, I think Tony Romo's doing the game. Yeah, that's more than once. Minus 175. How many commercials will have a dog in it? Over. Because they're going to be like, when you stayed at home this year, four and a half is the number. Over. Minus 250. Coach to have the nostrils seen first? Arians, because he wears that stupid shield. Minus 250 is Arians. How many times will Giselle but isn't she Giselle Giselle Brady? Bunchden. Bunchden. Be shown. That was a bad accent. Over one and a half. Under. Go over one and a half. She's getting shown two times, especially if Brady wins. Primary color of Patrick Mahomes, red minus four hundred. I think they're wearing their home jerseys. I think he goes go white plus six hundred. You can get a plus six hundred on the white. Go for it. Chiefs first touchdown score. Tyree Kills, plus 320. Kelsey, plus 350. Both good options. Hilaire, plus 750. Hardman, plus 100, plus one hundred, 1,100. Patrick Mahomes, plus 1,200. I like that. I like the Patrick Mahomes, plus 1,200. Buccaneers, give me playoff Lenny. Leonard Fournette, plus 600. Tom Brady, longest completion over under 38 yards. 38 yards, over. Minus 125. 39 half for Mahomes. My computer's going to blow up. I'm never going to get this podcast out. Player to make first reception, four net plus 1,200 is good odds. Player to make an interception. Player to rush. There's some good odds out here. But what's the fun stuff? Where's the uh, time of the – wasn't it like two minutes? Is like the over-under time? Yeah, it's two minutes. So bet the over. Always goes over. But if everyone thinks it's going to go over, you got to go under. That's where the smart money is. That's where the smart money is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who you guys got. Who you guys got? Because I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Gotta go with the favorite. But Brady, I kind of want him to win it for the seventh. Ah, uh, give me, give me the, give me the Chiefs. What's the line? Isn't it like three and a half? I don't know. My my Maple Leafs are playing well. I mean, they're winning games. You know, Austin Matthews is a horse. You know who really fucking pisses me off? It's fucking Leon Dreissel. Guy's too fucking big to be that fucking good. All right, I'm going to the NFL. Tampa Bay, plus three. Give me the Chiefs, minus three. Yeah. And take the over, 56 and a half. 56 and a half? Go under. Go under. Under and Chiefs minus three. Yep. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. So, that's all I got for you. Leafs are playing well. Dry Saddle's too good to be that big and playing that well. McDavid's too good. Don't forget, follow me everywhere. Links are down below. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's the end of the podcast. I will see you next week. We'll know a Super Bowl winner. We'll know if that stupid groundhog saw its shadow. Whatever. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Love you. That was weird. I'll never say that again, I'm sorry.